The FCS College Football Experience Week Six Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the Game Time app. Yes, snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save twenty dollars. Once again, download that Game Time app. Use that promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, uh, look. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right, folks. Turn five dollars into five hundred a hundred dollars in just one game. Plus, every single Sunday they're giving away a hundred K. Yeah. Use that promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. People. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the FCS College Football Experience from Studio B. From Studio B. Yes, you can watch this, folks. You can watch the FCS College Football Experience as the song just keeps playing on. But uh, look, folks, yeah, we're in Studio B, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, as we have a uh, wild, wild week in the FCS, we're here to react for it all or for each outcome. As, as I know, I see the chat rolling along. Shout out to Weehawk. I know we're going to talk catamounts. Oh, we are going to talk catamounts very shortly here. Uh, but I am joined. Well, actually, first, you're probably wondering who the hell I am. And that's fair. My name is Colby Swigger, database dad, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Wow. I mean, we had games going on all weekend that were fucking crazy. Georgetown almost did it. The Catamounts did it. North Dakota State is back being North Dakota State. We're going to talk about it all, folks. Uh, But look, first, uh, you're probably wondering, you know, hey, not only who am I, but who am I with? All right. They call this guy the Gulf Coast Guru. He's down there. He's out there on power boats nonstop in the Gulf of Mexico, drinking, drinking, uh, premium malt beverages with, uh, with limes in them. All right. Look, give it up for Mike Rose, AKA golf coast guru. How you doing brother? What is up, man? My, uh, my FBS season ended this weekend with the Irish losing to Louisville. So, uh, time to just completely sink into FCS and man, did it seem like these games got crazier as the day went on? Oh man. Awesome weekend. 
Oh man, yeah. I mean, it was a great weekend. Sorry about your Irish, even though I mean they cost me money, but at least it was to Louisville who I have the over on. So there's still sun at the end of the end of the end of the darkness. Um, but uh, yeah, let's get into it because Jameson Wang on Friday night. By the way, I got I I watched this whole game. The Prima, I think it is. Yeah, Charles the Prima. He's nasty. He was on the practice real. team last year. Charlie Dean headed out to Western Carolina. I was ready to hit the panic button on the Crimson. Whew. The Prima getting it done against the big red. Uh, it depends where you got this game. Uh, when we caught it on the show, it hit. I did get a, I did get a mean DM saying I'm a fucking idiot, which I gladly appreciate. Um, please keep them coming. Uh, so, I mean, uh, th- this one, Jamison Wang, they lose by 18. They cover the line that we gave away, but on the Saturday morning show, the line was 17. So if you got the worst of the number, do you think I give a fuck? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what'd you make of this game? Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, it's, it's Harvard. Harvard just keeps looking better and better. I mean, I think we were both a little bit down on them in the preseason, but uh, Cornell, maybe a little bit fraudulent, maybe uh, as compared to where they started the season, but Harvard's for real. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I think, I honestly think if I had to set a favorite right now in the Ivy, I think it would be Harvard. I think, I think, I think they're the team to beat. Uh, who would be the argument? You know, who would be number two? Well, I, I we thought even... coming into it, what maybe Yale, maybe Princeton, maybe Penn, maybe fucking yeah. Dartmouth. Uh, but no, it's none of them. It's got to be Harvard. Yeah. Uh, I will talk about another Ivy League team, though, that I was impressed with in a minute. But uh, next up, Saturday morning, we had the fucking Long Island Sharks. They got the win against Sacred Heart. We covered this one. We f- we finally gave up on. Uh, say, well, you finally gave up on Sacred Heart. I kind of, you know, I bought into a little shitty Sacred Heart stock here or there, but the fucking Long Island Sharks get it done. 23 to 13. I had this game on the screen here. There wasn't that many 9 a.m. games uh, or noon Eastern games last week. So this one got a solo screen to itself uh, as the fucking sharks get it done. Uh, can LIU rally around this? Because, man, they're, they're 0 and 4 before last week. And I kind of felt like they were better than their record. They let, they let Duquesne get that sneak by and get that dub. Then they played Baylor in Ohio, collecting that paycheck. I think they're going to have a, I think this is a team we want to take as the season prolongs in the NEC. What do you make of the fucking sharks? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pretty damn like close to the top of that conference right now, despite the, the tough way the season started. I mean, they, they had a pretty, uh, pretty tough schedule. I mean, you start off well with OU, one of the best teams in the Mac, and then you had Baylor Bryant looks pretty decent. So, I mean, it's, you know, tough start and they played some tough games there, but uh, I mean, Mary Max catching a little bit of fire finally, but it, it looks to me like even though they're one in five, they're, they're one of the better teams in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, William and Mary laid an egg against Virginia. They were up 13, three. And I was like, Oh, this is perfect. No, if anything, they, they collapsed questionable, questionable plays question. I mean, I thought they, they, they could have won this game. I had, I questioned a couple of coaching decisions and then obviously a couple uh, of 
lawn chair moments by their quarterback where he did not dive for the touchdown and slid instead and cost his team points. But uh, shout out to UVA getting their first one of the year. Let's talk about this one. I watched the entire game of Rhode Island and Brown, and I lost money on Rhode Island minus the points. But what I came away with when we were talking Ivy League a minute ago was despite Brown losing, this is a good Brown football team. I am convinced. And that quarterback that they got, uh, Wilcox, I think his name is Jake Wilcox. Oh, he's nasty too. Like, I came away super impressed with Brown. And I I thought, if anything, Rhode Island got kind of fortunate to win this game because it was neck and neck. It was, I lost a little. I, I kind of think Rhode Island uh, counterfeit a little bit and Brown better than what we think. Uh, what'd you make of this one? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think the thing to take away from Brown is they're two and two, but they're two losses by a combined total of seven points. Now four to Rhode Island, three to Harvard, who we just talked about. So this team's playing good football. And uh, I mean, when you're looking at this Ivy league, I mean, maybe they're more in the middle of the pack than we thought they were. Cause <laughs> They're competitive. 100%, man. 100%. Uh, Columbia scores one for the Ivy as they beat Marist 16 <laughs> nothing. I'm not giving analysis on that game. <laughs> I will, though, talk about our Leopards. Holy shit. Holy mm. shit. I mean, this game was fantastic. Um, Lafayette, 12. Princeton nine football's back, baby. Uh, this came, Hey, you know, Lafayette. So Princeton scored nine in the first and Lafayette made a, an adjustment here an adjustment there blanked them the rest of the game. Leopards get the win. Dude, they're five and one. <laughs> What's up? I mean, between Georgetown, between Lafayette, the Patriots stronger than I thought. What do you make? What'd you make of this one? The, the portal, man, the portal is, is now finally like really impacting FCS football too. And it's awesome. Uh, this team's able to kind of turn it around on a dime, but I mean, I think Troxel's doing a hell of a job, but uh, I, I mean, Lafayette's going to get tested this upcoming week. They got Holy cross. So we'll really see what they're all about. I think the big takeaway Princeton, just not very good this year. Not, not too great. <laughs> Yeah, I was higher on Princeton. Uh, Blake Strenstrom, the former Colorado Buffalo quarterback, 26 of 35, 310 yards. But how do you only score nine points? <laughs> I'm like dumbfounded by that. Um, shout out to the Leopards. What a fucking season. The, we, uh, we, we did take the Dayton Flyers, and uh, they suck. Moorhead State 31, Dayton 7. Wow. Did not see that one coming. Um, Let's stay in the Pioneer League. Stetson 28, Presbyterian 24. This is hilarious because I did have this on a TV for a limited amount of time. Presbyterian was up 24 to 14, and I changed it. They scored to go up 10. And I was like, okay, Presbyterian's for real. They're going to get that dub. Not so fast. Stetson scores the final 14 minutes of the or 14 points of the game as they move to three and three and beat down the blue hose. Oh man. I mean, I changed it. I didn't see this ending. This is one where I I'm like, wait, what? Uh, but I took, I mean, I took Stetson, so I'm happy there. What'd you make of this one? Yeah. yeah I took Stetson too. Uh, somebody at work asked me, you know what I was liking that day. And I was like, man, I really like Stetson. I know it sounds stupid, but he's like, what the hell's a Stetson? Like the hat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, no, listen, just take it, man. So yeah, I was uh sweating it for a little bit, but uh, I think talent finally prevailed and took over. But 
I like the look by Presbyterian, you know, still scrapping, still putting up points and fighting in games. So uh, them and Wagner, there's hope. There's hope in the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, any way you can get it folks, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game time's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. All right. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. Yes. Folks, they have the game time guarantee too, which means you'll always get the pr- the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So what are you doing, folks? Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account, CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last bit of tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today, people. So start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we are back on the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the road to Frisco, central Connecticut state coming through for old Dundee. Uh, It wasn't pretty. Well, in a way it was when you drop 50 on another FCS opponent, I imagine that does not happen often, but they were laying four and a half. They get it done by seven against the Hornets of Delaware state. And the Blue Devils moved the two and three. I don't think we need to talk about this game that much, but I will talk about this one. We both took Butler. The Tommies. They, it's it's the, it's in their culture. They hold the Bulldogs to just ten points. I'm a bit dumbfounded here. You go back and look at at Butler. You know this is a team that was able to score what twenty at Montana, but yet at St. Thomas they're held to just ten points. On uh, pretty damn impressive to me, and the Tommies get the win. I was on the wrong side of this one, but shout out to St. Thomas, the Tommies there in Minnesota. What'd you make of this one? Yeah, I think uh, the Tommies. I would like to. I honest to God, I have not caught a Tommies game yet, so I would really like to watch one and kind of see what their home field environment is. But I, I would assume that this team, with all the excitement around the program, making the jump, the money that gets dumped into the program, I would assume they're probably a pretty tough uh, home environment to play at. So. Uh, you know, Butler kept it close against the favorite in the division. So it's about all you could say. <laughs> yep. Uh, Merrimack 45 Stonehill 34 uh, Merrimack covered the seven. I was on the wrong side of this one. Fuck fucking Merrimack. The warriors, they did come out to play Uh nice win there for Merrimack as uh, you know, they are trying to find their stride. It's always great when you can win a game going seven for 10 for passing for 108 yards. Um, but really that's because uh, Tavon Edmonds had just a gigantic day for the warriors, 25 rushes, 169 yards and two scores. Um, they needed that one. Holy cross. They're back, baby. 
55 Bucknell 27. The spread was 30 and a half. So if you rode the bison, you covered, but you still gave up a 50 burger to Matthew Sluka and company and the crusaders. Um, I mean, I think we, we nailed this one. We said it was too many points. And uh, even though we weren't super bullish on this one, you know, when we picked it, actually, it was at 25 and a half. So uh, I hit this bad boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> as far as the pick show, well, uh, come the come the weekend, I, I didn't bother with this game, to be honest. But no, well, yeah. it's tough for me because on Saturday morning, sometimes people ask me questions on the live show mm-hmm. and the lines have moved. So it's like I got to then remember which one we picked it at at what time. Um, but there you go, you hit. You hit. There you go. No, not for any money, man. I didn't, I didn't bet that <laughs> one, but I, I will say, God, God help anybody in Holy Cross's way after that loss. I feel like uh, they yeah. have proven some points. <laughs> yeah, I think Holy Cross is back. I think they're back to where they should be. Also, I just looked ahead. Mary Mac, Long Island, next week. So awesome. Fire, fire. Week, actually, get that NEC yeah. app, folks. Get that NEC app. Um, Georgetown thirty nine. 10 42 in overtime. All right. Georgetown's got a score and the two point conversion to push it to overtime. And they had all the momentum. I thought they were going to get the dub. They settle for the field goal and then they give up the touchdown. I mean, I, uh, all in all, I was actually like impressed with the Hoyas and I think they're going to be a tough team on the way, you know, through the Patriot league, but it, may, it still makes me confused about what that Columbia game was. They lost 30, nothing to Columbia. And you're like, what? But uh, hey, shout out to the Quakers. You were high on the Quakers this year, right? Yeah, I thought I thought they were going to be uh, either one or two in the conference. So it's been a little bit uh, a little bit of a struggling start for them. I mean, they three and one, but the wins haven't been impressive. And then they had the loss to uh, what fucking Dartmouth, I think. So yeah, there you go. And uh, Columbia, Columbia is pretty pretty confusing. I mean, Columbia has only given up uh, looks like ten points in the last three weeks. So. I don't know. Maybe that team's just better than we thought. I, that coaching change. Maybe they new life was what they needed uh, <laughs> as the lions are roaring um, Fordham 38 Lehigh 35. This game was insane for, it looked like Fordham was going to lose this game. They pull it out of their ass. Lehigh gets, you know, a little too conservative in the second half or shut down depending on how you look at it. Uh, so uh, I will say this with Rhode Island winning with Fordham winning, I think it's only proper to play. Um, Yale and Dartmouth, fucking Dartmouth. Uh, we were, we, we both took Yale, correct? Or did I take, uh, I might've took dot. I might've, I might've took Dartmouth on the show. I didn't bet this game, but, uh, this was a, a very good game. We had this on one of the screens here. Uh, Yale 31 Dartmouth 24 came down to the fourth quarter. Uh, what'd you make of this one? Did you learn anything? Like I said, you have Harvard. We both have Harvard number one in the Ivy. Would we still put Yale at number two? What do you think? Yeah, I think I think right now Yale's kind of looking like number two um, as far as everything you know, kind of going down. It's hard to say that when Cornell beat them, you know, at the Yale Bowl, so that makes it a little interesting. But I think at this point, right now, it seems like Yale's kind of figured some things out, and that's a big win on the road. I did bet this one; I laid the two and a half and and cashed on it, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about Yale right now. There you go. There you go. The Bulldogs of Samford won by a 21 at Wofford right in the ship. Samford was supposed to be a lot better this year. They've had their struggles. 
So when you can get a, a three touchdown win, I don't care who you're playing right now. You need it. Um, I was shocked by this one. The Citadel actually hung with Furman. This is why you you stay away from the rivalry game. There's a rivalry, twenty eight to fourteen. Now Furman, I don't think they truly sweated, but it was enough that I was pretty shocked with the outcome. Uh, I know Furman has a big matchup in a couple of weeks, but who do you think the best team in the SoCon is? Uh, you know, we could save it for the Weehawk minute if you want. But yeah, let's say pretty, save it for the Weehawk minute. Damn clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, South Buddy Pew, South Carolina State beat down Virginia Lynchburg fifty six to six. That was impressive. Um, how about this one? And I think we need to start talking about the Eagles of North Carolina Central. You beat Campbell two weeks ago. Now you go on the road to Elon. 34, 23 Davis Richards, a stud. I love watching this team play. They're one of my favorite teams uh, going back. Remember they won the celebration bowl a year ago against Deion Sanders and ruined his final game. Davis Richard, by the way, over a hundred yards, rushing and passing dual threat. And uh, they also, you know, Latrell Collier is a beast too at the running back spot. So central's good, man. What'd you make of this one? Yeah, I was I was on Central for this game, and it was because of Richard. I mean, I, I really liked the coming off Elon coming off the win over William and Mary Central with a vet quarterback getting them in that spot. And then uh, I remember last week I, I, on the pick show, I kind of asked you if you thought that uh, FAMU would go to the playoff uh, instead of the Celebration Bowl. And I'm starting to wonder with the situation with Richard. I wonder if Central would do the same instead of instead of going to the Celebration Bowl. It's an interesting thing. I like them. They're a good team. They are a good team, man. They are a, a legit good team. Uh, Western Illinois ten, North Dakota forty nine. Fighting Hawks are back on it. Valpo fourteen, Drake twenty. We hit this. <laughs> we hit this. Uh, Campbell thirty, Hampton twenty seven. Um, I'm surprised that it was so close, but I mean, Campbell hitting some rough seas in the middle of the year. I think this is a, a shocker. And when you, where the hell's Jay Scott? All right. Shout out to Jay <laughs> Scott because Lindenwood 23, Tennessee tech zero. I'm sorry, GBO farms, but Jay Scott and the penitentiary getting that dub. That was a dominating performance by Lindenwood, man. Uh, I know you're on the wrong side of this one, right? Yeah, I was, I was, uh, maybe I should pick against Lindenwood every week just for Jay Scott's sake and his, and his, and his son out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Good win though. 23, nothing. You got to love anytime you get a shutout. Yeah. And then I was foolish enough to take Northwestern. I was originally going to take Howard <laughs> and I mean, luckily I didn't put real money on this game, but Howard almost won this thing outright against the almighty big 10 and the Northwestern wildcats, Northwestern 23, Howard 20. What in the fuck happened right there? And I mean, let me ask you this in the MIAC. I know we did our predictions central. I, th- I think Central's still going to win it, but could Howard push them by chance? I, th- I think definitely, you know, with, with all the starters that came back for Howard, I mean, I know central had a decent amount and obviously Richard, but uh, it's Howard. I think they were pushing, you know, 20 starters that came back. So that's really impressive. I mean, that's a lot coming back to to play and, and they look damn good. I mean, this is, I was all over. I, I bet the hell out of this one. Actually, it was one of my favorite on the slate. Cause I thought they were a live dog. So little tout for myself, let's go bison. But I, I still think I got to give the edge to central. I think so too. I think so too. Um, 
We thought Murray State might be in a good spot. Not true. South Dakota thirty-eight, Murray State seven. Dominating performance by the Coyotes, man. As they look to be, a, you were on them more than I was in the Big Sky. Uh, I'm sorry, in the MVC this year. Um, so watch out for the Coyotes. Uh, Tennessee State twenty-seven, Kennesaw twenty. What is Kennesaw doing? Jumping to the uh, let's let's talk about it again. What what's going on here? Yeah, I wish they could just like rescind that and give it to someone else, like uh, Western Carolina. Maybe we were, but <laughs> we were both all over this one. Eddie George getting it done. Uh, I laid twenty-one and a half with Delaware against Duquesne. Sorry, CJ Sullivan. Delaware put you in the dirt. All right, forty-three to seventeen. The Blue Hens got the win. One of the games of the day. My heart breaks for Eastern Illinois because they were in this thing. I kind of think they were the better team, but they lose Tennessee Martin, UT Martin, 28 Eastern Illinois, 27 in overtime. What'd you make of this one? I mean, to me, uh, Eastern Illinois, I mean, you know, it's not something your coach would say or your team would want to hear, but they're playing with house money to me. I mean, this season's already like far exceeded expectations. So got to be some excitement around the uh, program, but one of my favorites, the Skyhawks, I'm, I'm glad they came away with this win on the road. You know, maybe, maybe a little better lucky than good sometimes, but I like that team. And I, I think they're one of the better ones. And I think this was a tough spot for them as well. So awesome yeah. game. I caught parts of this. Yeah. That game was fantastic. Alabama state 19 Bethune Cookman, 14 Woo! <laughs> Bethune almost got that dub. <laughs> Uh, North Dakota state 38, Missouri state 10. We were, this is, this is the one we were counting on. Uh, you know, are we going to see life from North Dakota state? Are they going to bounce back and dominate, which, you know, they certainly did. I ate shit on this one. Uh, what'd you make of this outcome? Yeah. I mean, uh, so maybe Missouri state's not, not as uh, good as we kind of thought they were, or maybe North Dakota state, just a huge bounce back win. Either way. I'm very interested to see this week. You got the second leg of a back-to-back road trip, North Dakota State going to North Dakota. So I think that's going to be a real test of if this team's for real or not. Because if they're not, that's a that's a loss. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to watch that game, man. I think that game's going to be very, very interesting. Um, Mercer twenty-four, East Tennessee State six. I feel like we nailed this one. The Bears, part of our Bear Parlay. Uh, yeah, the only thing Missouri State didn't handle their own. But uh, or the main Black Bears because they lost to Richmond forty two thirty one. I don't know who Richmond is. Richmond <laughs> bothers me this year, man. One week they look awful, the next week they look good. It's just they're a hard team to get a gauge on. But shout out to the Spiders for the eleven point win against the Black Bears, and then uh, Alcorn State Grambling, one of the better games of the day as well. Uh, we got that. We 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 got that cover. Grambling was getting two and a half. <laughs> they lose 25, 24 to Alcorn state in Alcorn. Uh, Nichols put it on Houston Christian 38, seven Lamar, your Lamar. What are they? The Cardinal. They the put Cardinal. it on uh Northwestern state. I was on the wrong side of this. You were right. I was wrong. <laughs> and then Gardner Webb, Robert Morris. I mean, this one, I, I look folks, you, this is why you should listen to us. This was uh, you know, this was one that I thought was obvious. It hit on the money line, but it did not hit with the spread, right? What do we cover this? What do we call this one at? Uh, I believe it was like 
where is this one? I think it was like 15 and a half or something stupid. Yeah, like I think we lost by a point, right? Around, right yeah, I think we line. lost at 16. <laughs> Gardner Webb, though, gets a huge win. They needed that win. But Robert, you know what? Robert Morris is a little bit better than. I thought they would be this year. I think you were, you were kind of higher on Robert Morris than me. They still suck, but they're, they're more competitive than they were a year ago before Bernard Clark's bunch. Um, Gardner Webb is the team that I'm interested to see moving forward as they head to Austin P this week. And then, so we're going to learn about Gardner Webb because look, they played app state and ECU and lost. They did beat Elon in week two. Lost to Tennessee State by two points. Their upcoming schedule: Austin P, Eastern Kentucky, UT Martin. We are going to find out about the running Bulldogs in the coming weeks. Reese Poffenberger, you know not to fade him. All right, you know not to fade Big Poff as he goes on the road to Towson and wins by seven. I thought they would cover this number though. Uh, what'd you make of what'd you make of this one here? And uh, is Albany the team to beat in the CAA? I think that's the question, man. I mean, who's who's the uh, the top dog in the Colonial right now? Because it's it's looking it's looking pretty uh, murky, you know. But um, I would say right now Albany probably my favorite team, the team I'm pulling for the most in the conference. But I think you got to put Delaware up towards the top of the heap right now with the way they look. They, they kind of seem like they're on a mission. Speaking of a mission, shout out to Weehawk. It's time for that minute. Western Carolina goes into Chattanooga. This game was insane. This game, we had it on the screen here, was absolutely fucking insane. Western Carolina 52, Chattanooga 50. Yes, shout out to Weehawk. I got the Catamount shirt on. Oh my God. This game was 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 really fucking crazy. This was a game. I mean, you don't want to give up 50 points, but if you're going to, if you're going to give up 50 points, you might as well score 52. Uh, Desmond Reed, once again, what's, what's crazy is Kerwin bell comes in and you're thinking like, they're going to be throwing the ball so much, which I mean, they still threw the ball 25 times, nothing crazy, but Reed had 15 rushes, 211 yards, including a 70 yard touchdown. Unbelievable. And Hey, we Hawk, your boys are making me look like a genius. All right. Because now I think they've pretty much solidified at least the number two spot in the SoCon. Uh, what'd you make of this, of this outing and my catamounts and Weehawks catamounts for the catamount. Uh, this is our, our, our segment, the catamount segment where we talk great about Western Carolina and why it's the greatest institution of all time. Uh, talk to me about this game. Dude, this, this team is nothing but fun. I mean, I know you love, uh, the low scoring games. I love the low scoring physical football games too, but every now and then it's nice to have a game on the slate where the fireworks are just nonstop. This game was one of them. And uh, I mean, Western Carolina did everything, everything well. And if you look at what they've done so far, I mean the EKU and now this game, two wins in the SoCon on the, or uh, I'm sorry, two big wins that they played on the road. This one in the SoCon, it's, it's just, it's just really damn impressive. I mean, this team's kind of run a gauntlet so far and they just, they just keep winning. So I would do I th- I, You could make the case. They have the best resume. Mm-hmm. You could make a case. They have the best resume. Uh, great win there in that was on the road too. their road wins have been awesome. I mean, between mm-hmm. EKU and this fantastic uh, Villanova took care of business against a and T they won 37 to 14 uh, Jackson state took care of Alabama. A and M uh, this was a Dundee special. 
This one, easy money. That was the easiest bet of the whole weekend. Easiest bet of the whole weekend. Yeah, double double lock on that. Yeah, that was the easiest fucking bet. How, how about my book? <laughs> my book accidentally released the line at Jackson State plus ten and a half. So of course I I loaded up on that. Yeah, and then they then they pulled the bet, you know, and I'm like, what the hell, man? I would have bet that game no matter what the friggin' line was. You, know? so <laughs> you can't they, do that. Once you get the yeah. bet in, it's in. What's I going know, on? Right? What, what kind of book are you using over there? Set a line. All right. <laughs> um, Southeast Louisiana, 26. I dub uh, incarnate word 33. Nice win for I dub. That was closer than what I think everyone assumed based on Sela's performances. Um, but we did hit on that one. And then Oh man, we should do a chapter on this game. <laughs> I know the one. Southeast Missouri. South. Let me just walk people through what has happened to Southeast Missouri. I'm going to go back for the season. All right. Okay. They lose the season opener to Kansas State at the Big 12, 45 not no problem. But people are people are still around talking Semo to the playoffs. This is our year. And then they take on Lindenwood Penitentiary. They whoop their ass 45-7. All right, we're we're buying back into Semo. Preseason top 15. They're for real. Then they take on Southern Illinois in a game that they were up 15 to nothing at the half. Right? 15 to nothing at the half. Uh really had no business losing this game if you watch this game. It's available still to watch on 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 ESPN Plus, folks, if you have that. Because this was a magical win by Southern Southern Illinois. Okay. But then you're thinking, damn, that's heartbreak. But that team's that SEMO team is good, right? Well, the very next week they took on Eastern Kentucky, right? And uh, in classic, classic uh, style, let's say SEMO gives up 17 in the fourth. They were, they were winning 38, 21 in the fourth quarter and lost the game. So <laughs> I mean, no, I'm sorry. It was, it was 3824. My bad. 3824 with what? Nine minutes left. And you lose the game in regulation. It didn't even go to overtime. Unbelievable. Then you get this next week, central Arkansas. They go to central Arkansas on the road there. Conway, Arkansas, right? Uh, what if I told you Simo entering the fourth quarter was up 30 to nothing? I repeat, entering the fourth quarter, they were up 30 to nothing. They lost. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 30 to six entering the fourth quarter. See, I'm fucking this up. I'm a little tired. I've been up since 5 a.m. Um, 30 to six. So you had a 24 point lead entering the fourth quarter and get this. They still scored points in the fourth quarter and they lost. They gave up 32 in the fourth to central Arkansas. Look, I know we're high on the central Arkansas bears and it came through for us magically. How the hell did we hit this bet? We were laying five. We were laying five points. So that means that means entering the fourth quarter, the score from a gambling point of view, if you add the five points, was 35 to six and we won. I couldn't be mad with the day. I couldn't be mad with the day. Cause I'm like, how the fuck did I win that game? What is up with the SEMO team? I don't know that I've ever seen defeats like this three straight weeks. 
Yeah, they're they're uh, coming coming for Nebraska's crown of close oh. losses. <laughs> I don't yeah, even it's... think Nebraska gave up this many. Like this is a real problem. Like I mean, that's that's like a once in a lifetime hit when you're gambling. You know, to get that cover <laughs> like that, I was uh, I was kind of losing my shit when it was happening. I was excited. It gives me all the more reason to love my Bears. But uh, what I really like is I've been talking about it since the North Dakota State game. Is I wanted to see this team open up another dimension on offense and uh, McIlvain. 397 and four TDs out there passing Shaderick Powell, the beast. He didn't even uh, really show up that game. So really awesome to see it. And uh, the more they could pass too, this team's becoming a real threat. That's two impressive weeks in a row out of the bears. That's the craziest game. Folks, you got downtime this week. Put that game on. That game was fucking insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I did. We did get uh, a tweet, or at least I got a tweet saying, "What the hell's up with their Salukis?" As uh, Youngstown State, your boys in the ice house, and I'm glad you swayed me. I originally was gonna take the Salukis, and you swayed me to take Youngstown. Youngstown 31, Southern Illinois three. The 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 doghouse, aka the Saluki house, was not a pleasant place. As uh, they hit me up on Twitter saying, "What the fuck's up with their team?" What do you make of this outcome here? And nobody walks into the ice house and gets a dub. Yeah, you can't mess. You can't mess with the penguins in the ice castle, man. Let's go. Stanball was rocking. I mean, uh, Northeast football. It's it's a big deal in Youngstown. They love their penguins. I'm telling you, uh, the tailgate lots always full. They get up for these big games. So uh, the true test now, the next week or this week, you go on the road and you got South South Dakota, the Coyotes. Really interested to see that one coming off of a absolute ass whooping of a good Salukis. Dude, they held Nick Baker, the quarterback of the Salukis, who's been pretty solid this year, to just 94 yards passing. Their leading rusher for Southern Illinois had eight yards, five rushes, eight yards. Holy shit. Great performance by Youngstown State. Ron Jaworski's alma mater. Uh, Montana woke up. I was shocked by this one. I lost money on this one. Montana woke up, went to Davis, California, beat Dan Hawkins and, and, and UC Davis 31, 23, one score game. It was a very good game. I got to, I got to get eyes on this one. I did not get eyes on this one, but Bubba McDowell and Prairie view coming through for us. Um, as we laid 18, they won by 19. Let's play the music. Whew, we barely covered this. Mississippi Valley state moves to zero and five um, South Dakota state. They had to hit the road to take on Illinois state. They proved they're still the best team in the country. 40 to 21, 19 point win on the road. Pretty impressive. Florida a and M 26 Southern 19. What'd you make of that outing? Do you think, do you think we should be concerned about Florida a and M moving forward? What do you think? Uh, no, I mean, I think when I did the breakdown, I had Southern somewhere in the top, you know, definitely top four teams in the SWAC. So, I mean, it's not like this is a garbage team. Yeah. FAMU probably should be uh talent wise kind of leagues ahead of where Southern is, but as far as in the conference picture, they're both top five teams. So real interesting. I mean, I like the win on the road. Um, I'm curious to see where, where we go from here. FAMU always a team with a, a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot it kind of cost themselves games. So when I see them win a game like this on the road, I feel good about it. I, I, I still like it. Cause this is a game that in past years they would have lost. True. Very true. Very true. Uh, one game that I, I was glad to see, you know, we did our UAC preview and we were both 
a lot higher on Southern Utah than I feel like the masses were. Southern Utah goes down to Tarleton, Texas. All right, and does their little two step. 27, 26. Thunderbirds get the dub on the road. I'm buying in. That's a huge win for Southern Utah in this program moving forward. Shout out to that. Northern Iowa 27, Indiana State 20. Hey, Sycamore is showing some signs of life against a decent opponent. And we were spot on this one. Northern Arizona 27. Weber State 10. I don't know what's happening at Weber. Something ain't smelling right there. They have been asked the past couple of weeks. Big win for the Lumberjacks on the road by 17. And look, they have new life, man. They're a, they they could be a player. They have been looking good the past couple of weeks. Maybe not to make the FCS playoffs because they had so many losses early on, but as a tough out, they have found I think they have found their guy and they, they seem to be playing pretty damn good ball. Idaho 42 Cal poly 14 are the vandals, the best threat to dethrone South Dakota state, Mike. I think definitely when, I mean, I mean, when you're looking at, you know, it's tough to say with Montana state there too, uh, in the same, you know, in the big sky as well. So, I mean, first things first, they're going to have to deal with that, that giant out there. But I mean, Idaho's done nothing but look good. I mean, all the way, you know, going to the one loss against Cal, which is a power five team. And they had them on the ropes there for, you know, about two to three quarters. So uh, this team's a real threat and, and I I'm, I'm here for it. I love this team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, the big sky race in general between Montana state, them Sac state, uh, even the Grizz, if they're starting to play better ball, going to be fascinating. Uh, look folks, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you the FCS college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. And underdog has just introduced scorchers, scorchers. Yes. Scorchers go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times uh, the amount of money you entered payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. They're only giving away a hundred grand every single Sunday too. Did I mention that? <laughs> yes. 10 lucky players will win 10 K each week of the season. Uh, so what are you doing folks? Watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right, we are back. Three games to talk. Oh no, Stony Brook Morgan State was canceled. Um, but Texas A&M Commerce beat the piss out of McNeese. Commerce just on board, man. I, I they are playing a lot better ball than we thought. And then Utah Tech, Utah Tech getting a huge win against Stephen F. Austin. Shout out to that. And those are all the outcomes here. But I want us to 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 go through and and game ball this thing. I want us to game ball. Like, give me, f- let's go top five wins. I know we normally do three. See if we can do top five wins, Mike. What was the best win on Saturday? Or, I mean, you could throw Harvard in there on Friday too. But uh, what, what do you think the best win of the week was? Uh, best overall win or just in my top five? Um, I'm just going to give you the first one of my top five. Okay. I'm going to start from the back of the slate. I'm going to give you my Penguins, I'm going to give you the Youngstown State. Going out there, handing the Salukis a wholesale ass whooping. Always got to love that in front of the home crowd, especially. Uh, this team just jumped up a little bit in my book into serious playoff contenders. 
Let's go. Let's go. Look. And, and that was a huge win. They need to handle their shit because I know they had, had took it, took an L what against Northern Iowa the week prior. I think it was a uh, huge win there for the penguins. Uh, for me, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt right here. You know, I mean, look for a program that has been just starting to be built. They're making statements. I feel like week in, week out. I'm talking about the Western Carolina catamounts and uh Weehawks boys here because I'm super impressed. Every time I watch them too, they're a fun watch, man. They're a fun watch. I can get behind this team. Uh like the defense to get worked on a little bit, but you know, it, it's been a, a fun, fun season to watch catamount football. So that would be my top play as uh, I'm hoping me and NC Nick had a conversation today saying, Hey, it, it, you know, if, if Western Carolina can lock up the SoCon and perhaps host an FCS playoff game, how fucking great would that be? How great would that be? I'm trying to, I'm trying to quickly uh, pull up their schedule here. Cause I believe they they have the big game. Come, the schedule gets easier. I feel like towards the end of the season, the next two weeks that they play. So they, they're on by this week. Then the big one home versus Furman home versus Furman. If they win that now, here's the tricky thing. They need to not look past that though. You know, because if you beat Furman, you think, Hey, we're the best team in the SoCon, which is probably accurate if you beat Furman, but Mercer after them is a tough team too. Mercer is still a, a solid football team, but then if you can get, if you can get those through those two November's at Wofford home to East Tennessee state at VMI. Oh, you're kind of in cruise control. So can you use this bye week beat Furman beat Mercer and have this, have this story continue on. And we Hawk me and NC Nick did, did consider that on the phone today. Now, a lot of things happen. I have uh, I have a pregnant wife, so you know, I'm not going to say for sure that I'll be able to do that, but I'm going to try my best. If, if that happens, then maybe we can make something work. Uh, shout out to Ryan Hasty in the chat. He goes, Catamount certainly deserve a game ball as well. Um, who's your second game? Yeah. Also just on that note, man, looking at that schedule, that's awesome that they, uh, their road games remaining VMI and Wofford. They Let's get Mercer go. and Furman at home. Let's you really go. Gotta, Let's really go. Gotta love yeah. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'd think I had an NIL deal with this team with how much praise I give them. But when you come back from that kind of deficit and put up 32 points in the fourth quarter, I'm giving you a game ball. Let's go central Arkansas. Yeah. Let's McIlvain. I'm on board. Great. I'm telling you folks, <laughs> look, we're, we love football. All right. So like, just like how someone will watch like a rerun of fucking, I don't know, Sopranos or like my wife will watch sex in the city or something. I throw on Throw on that game. Throw on that game because that game is bananas. That UAC game is bananas. So, uh, uh, yeah. The, anyway, uh, the my second game ball. Um, I think. I mean, I I so badly wanted to give it to my Hoyas once they got the game to overtime, and I thought momentum they'd be able to get it. But I think if I had to choose a second one the second game ball. I'm going to go ahead and say it's the game that I, I watched uh, here at the studio, North Carolina central beating Elon back to back. So I'm staying in the great state of North Carolina, Western Carolina, North Carolina central back to back wins against quality opponents. Campbell with Mike Minter's bunch. They take him down now. Elon and Elon had just beaten William and Mary huge win. Elon could still win the CAA. 
big time win for the Miak and Davis Richard and company and the Eagles, uh, the rivals of Terrell Furman's North Carolina A and T Aggies. That win was fantastic. Uh, so who's your third? Who's your third? Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a team that can still win the CAA? Let's talk about a little bit of a Great Dane football. You know, Towson just the week before beat New Hampshire in overtime at New Hampshire. That's a huge win. And then come back home next week and Albany puts your ass on the ground. They've had a tough start to the season as far as like schedule wise, and they've hung in every game. They look good. This team's tough. Big Poff, baby. Mm-hmm. Can't fade Big Poff. Big Poff, Poff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my third one. I'm gonna go to Southern Utah, man. We were high on them. We projected they had a couple. They had they had some heartbreak, man. The loss to UC Davis, uh, the loss to Central Arkansas. To get back up there, hit the road. Sometimes it's the best thing you you can do. I'll be honest. You know, sometimes you're at home, you're having all these distractions. Get out on the road with your brothers, pick up a huge fucking road win, and that is what they did by going down to Tarleton, Texas and getting a hold of the Texans and the Thunderbirds roll on nice win. And I still think, you know, I still think that they're, they're what well, we have them second. We have them second place in the UAC. I think I believe so. Yeah. I think both of us had them second. They can still do it. They can still do it. They got their work cut out for them, but you know, that was a huge win for them. That was a great step in the right direction. Uh, give me your fourth one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Skyhawks, man, going on the road and get that game done against an Eastern Illinois team that's looking pretty good this year. Uh, You know, with Gardner Webb looking a little bit human so far this year, not necessarily as dominant as I thought maybe they would look in that conference with everything they had coming back. The Skyhawks, I picked them, I believe, second in the conference. So I'm very interested to see that game coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, They got a bye, and then they got Charleston Southern, and then they go to play Gardner Webb on the road. So a uh, big one here, getting an overtime win against a tough Eastern Illinois team. Yeah, no, that was, that game was awesome too. Um, I, I, once again, Eastern Illinois and Georgetown, maybe it's the, maybe it's the Pierce Holly transfer. I'm kind of like rooting for both and they both went to overtime and shit the bed in a way. So, uh, but it, no, they, they both are like moral victories in my opinion. Like you said, uh, the fact that they were so bad a year ago and they're showing signs of life. Shout out to that. All right. Uh, my next one, I'm going to take you to the leopards of Lafayette. You're five and one, you're five and one. And, and I mean, no, I did not see this coming. Princeton was a favorite, you know, I think five or six point favorite if memory serves me correct, but you got the dub you're five and one Lafayette. That's huge. Let's go. All right. Now, what's your final one? Uh, I'm tempted, tempted to give it to Howard just out of principle. Cause I won a bunch of money on him, but uh, we don't, we don't reward losers here at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> even again, if it's against a uh, pack pack uh, power five opponents. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with South Dakota. Um, you know, the, the, the uh, hangover effect is a real thing and there's always the letdown spot following a big win. And they came out and they just straight up handled business. So uh, a lot of teams, they don't do that in that spot. So that shows good coaching. It shows team discipline and I'm all about it. So let's go coyotes. Let's go. I'm, I'm dude. I would love for them to win. Imagine if they won the Valley this year. Oh man. How would come out? That would of be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, okay. I'm taking you to another one that I lost money on um, the Tommies. What, you know, the Tommies play old school football. What if I told you they won against a decent opponent? By throwing the ball eight times, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm talking about uh, my guy Tack 
Dakota. Five completions, five of eight, 71 yards. Cool. 71 yards. <laughs> uh, but look, they got it going on the ground. Sean Shipman was the difference that Tommy defense shout out to St. Thomas. As you continue to be a, such a great story, as you jump from D three to D one and you're winning ball games, you are winning ball games. And it's super impressive as the Tommy's moved four and two first place in the, in the uh, pioneer league there. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, all right, folks, that's our show. We're the FCS college football experience. Give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and make sure you give Mike a follow on Twitter at GCG underscore wins. Mike does great work. Hit him up. Ask him whatever the hell you ask him. Uh, you know, you can borrow his jet ski for the weekend, whatever you got to do. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. I don't have a little gra- you know, graphic, but uh, I'm, I'm out there. I'm out there on the interwebs as George W once said, please, if you can subscribe on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. All right. And give the video, give the page a like, what are you doing? I see all the people watching right now. Give it a like. All right. And uh, hop on over to iTunes. If you can, it really helps us when you can get over to, uh, to iTunes, give us a five-star review sponsors. Look at that stuff. It takes two minutes out of your day. Do something good. All right. For someone else. And I promise if you ever meet up with you, I'll buy you a beer. And I think, I think every time I've met up with a fan, I've bought them a beer or a cocktail or something. So uh, pay it forward. Let's do this. Why? Right? It, it, there's no I in team. All right. I don't know what the fuck that means, but just there is an I in going over to iTunes and and uh, you know giving a, giving us a five star review. All right. Uh, so believe a big big proponent of the I. All right. Big big proponent of of just worrying about yourself. All right, uh, folks. We're gonna be back Thursday with week seven preview and picks. It's a pretty loaded slate. If I may say so myself, I think it's better than week six in my opinion. Uh, so check us out and uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're live on VEASAN talking NFL every single Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific uh, midnight Eastern. If my math is accurate and uh, yeah, check out the college football experience. Check out the FCS college football experience. Check out the college basketball experience. Oh shit. Did we already start doing previews? Yes, we did. The big sky preview just dropped today. Folks, big East preview dropped yesterday. Oh, we're just getting started. All right. So check out that. Check out the college baseball experience that I do with Noah Beanick. And we have the big 12 experience. It's the big 12 as Dan Hawkins once said, check it all out. It's all worth your time. I think. All right. And uh, folks, come talk FCS football with us in the discord sports slash discord until next time. This is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.